This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. Over the last few months, we've seen an abundance of uh, performing arts offerings online uh, due mostly to the fact that most of us are staying at home. Uh, so on that vein, local long-standing sketch comedy offering Indie Cine Live is taking the digital leap with its upcoming show, which they are calling the Quarren Stream Edition. Uh, so this could well be Malaysia's first multicast live online show. Um, and it will be live-streamed on the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre's Facebook page on the 12th of June at 9pm. Joining me to tell us more are some of the folks who are behind uh, the Quarantine Stream edition of Indicini Live, director Freddie Tan, creative advisor Tung Jit Yang and actor John Chu. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hi, good. Thank Hi. you. And if it's not if it's not clear, um, you know, we're all clearly uh speaking to each other virtually. Um <laughs> So, um I mean, I think that's actually a um I think a pretty interesting note to start on. I mean, what is it like for you guys to be getting back into um, you know, quote unquote this performance mode after what I assume is is a pretty long lull? Yeah, um, it's quite interesting because I think um, this is the first time that we get together, you know, like rehearsing for, uh, I would say, a full-length show in an ensemble manner since, I would say, March. And we have to do everything remotely, you know, like social distancing compliance. So everything is like Zoom call or like through phone calls. And there are a lot of getting used to, but I think we, we manage quite well. We are actually adapted and we make sure that the entire show is like, catered towards like, the digital audience as well. Even though we are performing live, but we are performing far from each other. So we have to figure different ways to like, yeah, communicate and while still not losing the chemistry and the essence of the show. Mm. So just to um, just to get a little bit of clarity in terms of what your structure. So Freddie, you're directing the the whole show. Correct. Uh, And uh, John, of course, you're performing. Yes. Uh, And uh, Jit, you are creative advisor. So, um, I mean... (laughs) I was actually curious about that because how how does that work in a digital show? Um, well, on top of being creative advisor, uh, I'm also a writer for the show because I've been part of Indicini Live for up to like three to four episodes already in mm-hmm, the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, creative advisor, I guess, is just more like... Because um, I work at KLPAC uh, full-time. So I'm also kind of just that bridge between Indicini Live uh, and also, you know, what's happening on, I guess, the back end of things. Like, um, so I'm just that bridge, really. Mm. Um, but yeah, and online, I guess my job as a creative advisor has been thus far just to just to advise and just to take a, a bigger picture look at the whole thing, you know, like how the show is structured, uh, what kind of. Um, sketches we have and just advising Freddie whenever he needs it but um, yeah really Freddie is the director here and making all those calls I just kind of um, help him with a bigger picture view at times when he needs it yeah so I I am actually very curious to get into um, some of these things that you guys just mentioned um, the back end of how this is going to work and and the translation of the of Indie Cine Life onto um, I suppose mm. onto screens but um I want to start at the beginning and I'm curious to know how the idea to take Indie Cine Live um, online come about in the first place. Okay, um, it's 
technically started with me because like I've uh, contacted Joe and Freda before because like um before this whole pandemic, I'm supposed to direct uh, this year's show in September. But of course, you know, that's probably not going to happen. So around early April, I was just having this idea. Obviously, that was still during the first phase of MCO and I was thinking, why don't we take this online? So then I spoke to Jit and I spoke to Yuhua, um, the head writer of the team as well. And we just formed like a, like a mini core team where we discussed among ourselves, is this doable? So then we, we came up with a proposal and we spoke to uh, Joe and Freda, I would say, I think somewhere around middle of April, 12th of April if I'm mistaken. And that's when we, we formulated the idea and they agreed and they think that's a good idea. So yeah, that's how we got started. Mm. And uh, I mean, just set up for us what Indie Cine Live is in the first place for those who uh, may not have caught a live version of it. Um, and then maybe talk us through how this is being translated into the online format. Yeah, sure. So it, it, basically it was started uh, by Kelvin Wong, um, the then residence director of Gale Pack in 2010. And um, it's essentially a sketch comedy um, performance. So it's kind of like Saturday Night Live or Mad TV, if you're familiar. If you're not familiar in that, uh, with, with those shows, that's fine. Basically, we are performing um, sketches, like they're like um, short play or short uh, performances they are like three to five minutes long that we poke fun at uh, various elements of our life from sometimes uh, societal issues to um, sometimes even political and like um, even bigger picture stuff like sometimes it can also be like just daily like a slice of uh, a slice of day uh, of, of your life like something that you don't really um, pay attention to but we will we'll just take it out and remind you about how silly things are sometimes um, but yeah we, we present it in a manner that audience can relate to and um, it's a very malicious show as well. We highlight all the, the things that Malaysians would do and would uh, pay attention to and sometimes also uh, forget that they're actually important. Yeah. Mm. And in terms of um, how this is being taken to the digital format? Um, okay, so because like, you know, now we can't be in the same space, right? So we can't go to a studio and then, you know, perform. So we are actually doing it um, at our own house or home home or a space where like we have like stable internet. And how we're going to do is that um, 60% of the show is going to be live. We will use different um, technology to stream it to a platform and we'll broadcast it uh, onto Facebook. And um, we'll also mix it with 30, 40% of pre-recorded footages or like, um, yeah, some other other multimedia means that will like make make the show a bit more tight. That's how we're gonna like uh, make it. But at the same time, a lot of when we when we craft the content, when we create the content with the writers and the actors, it's also always at the back of our head. Like, how do we present this? You know, like how do we make sure that you know um, audience will get the best ac uh, uh, um, experience? At the same time, it's not everything just about. A wire phone call or wire Zoom context because after a while that's, that can be boring as well, right? So we were, we, were, we were constantly trying to experiment and explore different premises and not just like uh, using the same um, um, approach to present our sketches. So uh, Jit, you know, you mentioned that uh, you are one of the writers as well um, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of curious about how this process has been for you in terms of um, from the writing perspective and also from the ideation perspective, has it been a shift that now it's going to be something that's being performed and presented online with people performing from different spaces? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, definitely. Because um, if you see what perhaps Saturday Night Live has done as well, they've tried to um, pivot into a digital space. So you can see like some sketches they write that, that takes place, for example, in like a supermarket. 
they'll use green screens, um, virtual backgrounds. So um, it's in that same vein, I think. Like um, like when you're in the live theatre space, there's a kind of suspension of disbelief, right? With the costumes, some props, then you're in a different space, you're a different character. So we try to retain that kind of element into our live quarantine stream show. Um, but it has been challenging. Um, I've never written for online content ever in my life. So um, yeah, trying to like navigate that is interesting as well. Like um, I let's say I want to set a scene in a house. I'm like, okay, how do I set it up in the house? Uh, and Freddie also gets us writers to think about like, maybe they can do something with the camera like this or, you know, uh, play around with maybe different angles. So yeah, having to think about just new things that when you write for the theatre, you don't usually think about. So, I mean, for those online cre- content creators out there, it must be normal for them. But for me, it was, um, yeah, trying to learn like a new language or trying to adapt to a new environment, yeah, performing environment. Mm-hmm. And John, you know, I'm very curious to know, uh, given that, uh, I mean, I think the most recent thing that we we heard about you was that you were doing King and I at the West End, mm-hmm. and, and now you're doing Indie Cine Live in our living rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a huge change. Um, what's it like from a performance perspective? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a huge change. I think... Um you know, the audience, you don't have like a, it's kind of like a marriage between like screen acting and theater, I think, in that sense that uh, you don't have a live audience and you're not in the same space as actor, but you kind of have the next best thing, which is you still are kind of acting together and collaborating. So I think for me, I think, I guess maybe I, I, I think I will speak for all actors under quarantine around the world. I think I'll accept any kind of crumbs that anything, that any on the table, any kind of way. So for me, this is like, kind of goal to me like um so i i I think i've really enjoyed kind of uh the creation process and trying to adapt to uh something that's completely new i think that's probably the attraction of for a lot of people of a lot of us to do this um and i'm really looking forward to it i think the idea of performing it live is super super attract uh, attractive i'm really looking forward to that as well Mm. um and we'll see because it's never been done before as well i think there's some element of like i think we are allowed to just uh see how far we can go with it, I guess. Uh, but a large part of performance, especially for something like this, which involves humour, mm-hmm. um, you know, some amount of spontaneity, um, is that live interaction, right? So when you're each in your mm-hmm. own place and you're interacting with your fellow castmates um, digitally, does it change what performance is? Yeah, I think in that sense then, uh, like I was fortunate, I think, in the last year to do a bit of TV and, and film and stuff like that. So I think there is some similarity to that where on set you uh, you could be doing something really funny and kind of like uh, doing a script or improving a bit. and But you don't necessarily get the immediate feedback of like whether that was funny. Uh, you only kind of like hear the cut and then someone kind of gives feedback. Um, mostly the director and... I think there is some element of that. I think where you then just have to kind of trust in the moment that whatever we're doing, creating, uh, has value and can be built upon, or you know, just throwing out ideas. Um, I think as a as a person who loves theater acting, I think I definitely do miss the 
kind of immediate feedback from the audience. Um, but again, like this is the next best thing and I'll gladly accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so we do need to take a quick break, but um, we'll be back shortly. I am speaking with director Freddie Tan, creative advisor and writer Tung Jit Young and actor John Chu about their upcoming digital sketch comedy production, Indie Cine Live Quarren Stream Edition, which is happening on the 12th of June. We'll be back after a short break. You're listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM. 89.9. Welcome back. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. With me today are director Freddie Tan, creative advisor Tung Jit Young and actor John Chu. And we are talking about their upcoming digital sketch comedy production, Indie Cine Live, Quarren Stream Edition, which is happening on the 12th of June uh, on the Kale Pack Facebook page. Um, so before the break, we spoke a little bit about the, um, I suppose, the behind the scenes aspects of how the show is coming together. Um, I um, I mean, before we, we go further, I'm actually quite curious to also hear about the other people that are involved in the production. I know that Indicine Live is usually a, a pretty big sort of, it involves a lot of writers, a lot of performers. Um, Freddie, do you want to tell us who the people are this time? Yeah, um, this round we have, uh, I would say, slightly smaller team, but it's still quite big. We have nine uh, nine actors all together. So, uh, of course, we have John with us today. And then we also have Henry. Uh, and then we have, um, one second. Uh, sorry, when we have uh, Judd Hidir, uh, Tiara Oxford and uh, Kamini, Dinesh, uh, as well as uh, Siti Farah. We have nine actors. I hope I mentioned all of them. And we have also four writers um, on top of that. I mean, on top of like Jit, we have uh, Yu Hua, who's the, the, the head writer, and then Arjana Nodimanan and Terence Stowe, who have uh, been writing for us for the past one month. Yeah. And it's a 75-minute show. How many sketches um, will that include? Um, including the potential bonus sketch we will be talking about soon, mm-hmm. I hope. Uh, we will ha- actually have about uh, 15 items. Yeah, so the actors will be longer, playing, yeah. the actors will be playing various roles, right? Um, as, as, it's, as they've always done. They, they sort of do different roles and different sketches. Correct. Yeah. Each of them, I think, as of now, they are, they are playing average about seven to eight characters. Yeah. So I, um... Uh, one of the things that um, uh, that I was told before uh, I was pre- when I was preparing for the interview was um, that one of the things that you have you've had to think about in terms of preparing for a digital show is to potentially think about all the things that could go wrong and how you're going to mitigate that. Yes. Okay. Basically, because we we already finalized our lineup and everything, so we are rehearsing the the sketches now. Um, but on top of this rehearsing, how it should be done, we will also have to simulate what it may happen. You know, like you know, we have to talk about what if you know in the middle of a sketch, what if John just got dis- get got disconnected? What do we do? Do we just cancel the show, or do we do we can't? So we have the, the other actors must kind of like know what to do with it. So we have to simulate all that uh, during our rehearsal. And we must make sure that we have um, uh, solutions for that. It will, be, it will be done in a way that is kind of seamless. But if 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 it does happen in an absurd way, we will, in a way, the characters have to acknowledge it. So when the characters acknowledge it, yeah, sometimes the audience may even no, not even realize that it's a mistake or it's a, it's a mishap. They will just think that, yeah, okay, all right, this part of the show. So you have to um, keep that in mind. So yeah, in a way, you may see this connection, but it may be on purpose. It may not be. You have to guess. I think <laughs> that's the fun part of the show, I guess. Yeah. 
And uh, Jit, uh, tell me a little bit about um, not just your own work, but also the the general themes and ideas that we are seeing um, that we're going to be seeing in in Disney Life this time around. Um, yeah, uh, I think definitely a lot of uh, MCO <laughs> pandemic COVID nineteen themed um, sketches for sure. Um, why I kind of enjoy and always come back working uh, in Indie Cine Live is because it's, um, you know, like um, uh, it's always trying to tackle or speak about what's happening around us. Where, uh, and you look at the history of sketch comedy as well, right? It, it was born out of, um, you know, taking headlines in newspapers and then um, writing sketches about it, uh, reacting to it. So I guess for me, when... Yeah, when you asked about the creative advisor role as well earlier, I'm also thinking now in this pandemic, um, now that we are under MCO or partial CMCO, um, what can we, what can we do? You know, like uh, how what does comedy do in, at this time? What is our backdrop to comedy? So yeah, I think definitely audiences should expect lots of uh, quarantine. MCO themed uh, sketches and also things that perhaps, uh, yeah, perhaps some things we have forgot, some things we um, didn't think about. Uh, yeah, but definitely very current, very relevant, very immediate, I feel. Um, yeah. Mm. I think that notion of um, what what is comedy's role now, what can comedy do, um, mm-hmm. does that also change your approach in terms of how you write what because um just in terms of the headspace people are in um you know perhaps are the things that we used to find funny really as funny anymore and on top of it that it's being delivered via a screen versus live um does all of this change do you see that the writers in general are grappling with these issues i i think everyone is yeah i think it does not not just us in the quarantine stream but like writers all over the world have been going like the play that I'm writing, the screenplay I'm writing now. Is it, um, what does it mean, uh, this story I'm going to tell after this pandemic? Does it make sense? Is it relevant? Is it immediate? So I think, yeah, it's a artistic problem almost, uh, a, a challenge that uh, we all take on. But yeah, it's definitely something I consider and I think the whole team considers uh, in this time, in this space. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although, allow me to jump in, although I think fundamentally um, it's still about the same in regards to the structure of comedy. Like, of course, we still need the setup and the punches and all that. How we lead to the punch and the jokes is pretty much still in the craft. Is that like, like what Jit said, you know, the context and all that, we kind of have to be very careful about the premises and how do we play. Because it's very different already because we are not doing this live. I mean, live but not in a physical setting so it's yeah. live but in on digital so like there may be delay there may be we have to make sure that some things may have to be clearer than before and certain things may we may be able to be a little more subtle because we can use visual effects you know so those are things that we have to consider so uh, you mentioned green screens earlier in reference to SNL. Um, what is what kinds of um, not so much the streaming technology, but in terms of what the audience will be able to experience? Are we going to be seeing you know effects and 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 uh, more technology in that sense? Yes, uh, there will be seeing to a certain extent. Um, it won't be, I would say. 
super high budget polish. That's not what we are going for. Uh, yeah, uh, but we are we'll definitely be seeing um, more uh, multimedia and design and incorporation than before. Um, and the thing is, I think what we're trying to achieve is also that um, stay at home, the DIYness to a certain extent. Um, um, is that raw sensation that what if you yourself as just a normal, I mean just a normal person, not, you don't even need to be a performer. But what if you want to do a home video? How would you do it in that sense? But of course. Um, with effort, with passion, and you know, it's not just simply Chai do, you know. So that's that kind of um, um, approach and headspace that we're at as well. Of course, there will also be some sketches where it's a little bit more polished due to the context. For example, uh, we we will be um, doing a, a, a new segment where we'll be having breaking news. So in that segment, everything may be a bit, a bit more polished, just like how you see it on on TV. Yeah, but the other sketches maybe they're a little bit more raw. So it it kind of depends on the premise, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Uh, John, I'm going to. Um, uh, touch on something that you mentioned briefly earlier, uh, but was the first thing that came to mind when I heard that that Indie Cine Live was going to do a, a digital version. Um, you talked about this element of uh, immediate feedback, because that's one of the main things about a live audience. Um, it's also one of the main things about comedy, which is that it thrives on live feedback. Um how does it change now? Like, you know, in terms of your performance, in terms of uh, the beats, knowing what works and what doesn't, what are you um, grappling with and what are you expecting to happen? <laughs> I'm actually not sure what's going to happen, but um, or expecting, but I think, um, I think in the absence of an audience, I think there is, for me at least, in the, cre- in the whole rehearsal process, a lot of it has been about committing to ideas like just, okay, if you're going to get me, for example, to find props and act with it, I'm just going to commit and find whatever I have around me and just like commit to it. And then kind of also like uh, tuning into your own internal audience, I guess. Like, so for me, um, like I found myself with something that's funny, either with, uh, you know, my fellow actor or with myself, that internally I can sense myself there is like an inner laughter or something like an inner Inner feedback. I mean, whether that is like reflective of the whole audience, I don't really know. But I think to me, that's almost like enough at the moment. Like, oh yeah, if that that feels funny, and or at some point, like I'm not sure about that, but maybe it was. Then I'll 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 listen to what everyone else has the uh, feedback is, I guess. Um, which, so I think that's kind of an interesting process. I, I've quite enjoyed, um, and I think like what Freddie said, the DIYness also adds to the comedy in that sense that uh, I just pick up whatever is available to me, like low and or a bed whatever it is and kind of make use of that and i think that has also been very interesting so um in that sense i guess it's more a lot about trusting your own inner kind of uh critic maybe or inner audience mm. from a performance perspective um how much how much uh, sort of spontaneity or creative freedom do you have within this structure uh, particularly since mm. you're kind of confined to your own space yeah um i think you just play with the boundaries i guess um so like, I guess my space, it's no longer like the ground I walk on, like in theater where it's literally, it can be any, anything as long as far as I can see, as long as far as my feet can touch. But I guess um, within the frame of like, say, a, uh, like a Zoom call, uh, like a, like my laptop screen, um, I guess then I just, we just play around with that. So um, I found it quite interesting. Like maybe you could play with like how the distance from the screen or um play with like different household props or play with uh i don't know like what what uh maybe uh, even play with the other actor through the screen in different ways um it's different but 
um, I guess it's just a weird marriage of like theatrical and screen acting. So it's like, mm. it's kind of very interesting. So it's almost like you're creating kind of like a hybrid form of performance, which is, I think, very interesting. Yeah. And Freddie, how does this work in terms of the rehearsal process? Because I'm just thinking you're contending with so many people coming in from their own, uh, uh, you know, homes or spaces on the Zoom calls. And then you have to kind of figure out um, how each person's angles and what works. And, and you guys mentioned, you know, props and all of these different elements. Um, how does it work from from that directorial perspective? What is the kind of work that you're putting into this? Um, to, to be honest, of course, there are a lot of um, planning and like, you know, preparation before the rehearsal. But to be frank, more often than not, most of the time, you know, when you get to the, get to the like, Zoom call, I can't say theater space anymore, but yeah, when you get to the rehearsal, like things will change because of technicalities. And yeah, we just have to adapt. And I would say um, because th- there's like so many of us, like nine actors and like um, four writers, right? So more often than not, we actually split into different groups, into in different rooms of like Zoom calls or whatever. And then I have to just jump from room to room and I will keep track of uh, what they are doing, uh, what they are working on. And the, the interesting part about rehearsal now is that we, we, are, we are no longer just focusing on the, the the structure and the flow of the show, but also the execution. How do we do it? Like, at which part, who should turn on their camera? Who should do this? Who should do that? And there are a lot more little, little details there that actually um, constitute to uh, comedy as well. Because sometimes for um, just a little lack, like sometimes it's a purposeful lack, it's also very funny. <laughs> yeah, all those little things, you know, we have to we have to figure it out. Like we because um everything is digital, so we are making we are making fun of the technology itself, and that's that's great. You know, of course, in order to make fun of the the, 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 the technology, we must make sure that technology works for us too. So we have to. Or, or each of the actors also must um, familiarize themselves with how. Um, everything works, you know, from camera angle to the the functionality of um, um, the programs and everything. So yeah, it's, I, I must say I'm I'm very glad that all the actors are really into this. They're really like putting in effort to learn, and yeah, they've been they've been great. And uh, in some sense, does it make things easier? The the very structure of Indie Live, the fact that it is sketches and the fact that um, it's being written by different writers for each of the sketches, does that make it? perhaps slightly easier to convert this onto the digital platform? Um, I have to agree. I think, yes, uh, definitely easier in that sense because like, you can treat um, each sketch is like a short item, right? So you don't need to like continue, continue from scene to scene or like from location to location. Uh, yeah, I agree in that sense. But at the same time, there's also a lot of complication because like, we can't afford to hire 20, 30 actors. So right now we only have nine and they have to double up, you know, and sometimes in consecration. So like uh, after one sketch and another. So they have to figure a way to change their costume and maybe even their setting in that short, like 15 seconds. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of like um, switching on and off of your, uh, of your, of your uh, video camera. But even that, that, is not that easy, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now, I, I do know also that um, as part of this, you guys are doing a fundraiser. Um, and that's got quite an interesting concept as well, one that is intrinsically tied into the idea of Indie Cine Live. Um, Jit, perhaps, do you want to explain how the fundraising effort works? Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, I guess bigger picture first, and then we can go into um, the current stream specific. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so bigger picture, I think right now because uh, Kelpak, we've lost oh, I think over one million ringgit from job cancellations, show cancellations. So everything we do now is um, 
trying to raise funds and uh, we, we can't provide the same experience of course so we are we are we are we're trying to put content online to to show people that yeah we're trying to keep our doors open and if you uh, and we encourage people to donate our patrons if they enjoy what they're watching to donate so um same thing for the innocent live quarant stream um it's also a fundraising effort um and also we are splitting the donations of course with the performers and the artists because we believe that the artists even working now in a pandemic even in a different setting should be paid should be remunerated for the work uh, though it's not uh, it's not the same amount and it's not a lot at all but um hopefully we can um yeah create an ecosystem where actors are not exploited or just you know for exposure again and again and again um, but then be, um, focusing on Indie Cine Live Quarant Stream Edition, uh, Freddie um, and Yuhua, I think, um, had this um, great idea of this kind of almost telethon, almost, uh, yeah, we are calling it a fun race right now. So uh, when people donate to the Quarant Stream uh, on the Sedunia platform where we are collecting donations, uh, they are, we, we split the team, we split the cast and the writers into two teams. So there's a uh, team Covida Loca and team <laughs> B. Yeah. Uh, so these two teams have a, a donation goal. So we're hoping um, when, if let's say team Covida Loca hits their 5,000 ringgit goal, uh, then they will release a, a bonus sketch, a sketch where they will perform in. And if team B gets uh, hits their 5,000 ringgit goal, we will release um, their sketch. And then if, all together, we collect 15,000 ringgit, which is uh, ambitious, but we hope we can reach it. Uh, then we release even on top of that one more sketch. So we've got like three bonus sketches to be unlocked via donations. And um, I think only in this singing live, only this current stream can do something like this, kind of make a race, make a, yeah, entice uh, people to donate in this way. And now, of course, it's not a new concept, right? Like uh, we, we, we take it from like, telethons of old. We have also been inspired by, for example, um, like people who stream games on platforms like Twitch. So uh, yeah, we're trying, we're entering this digital space, of course. Uh, uh, then this is something quite specific to, to the current stream, because I think live at Indie Live at KLPAC, it wouldn't work so well. But uh, yeah, so Freddie, you wanted to try it out. And I was like, yeah, I'm on board. Let's try it out. So yeah, it's an experiment. So mm. you can... Yeah, we can try it out. And in some ways, you know, this is uh, the the show and this uh, the fundraising effort. It it's sort of a test run for both KLPAC, but also just the general performing arts community in Malaysia, because everyone's trying to figure out how to make this a sustainable model. Um, what are your expectations with it? Um, you know, based on what you've seen, based on how people are reacting to these shows, what do you think will be the outcome? Uh, for me, um, I think it's definitely an experiment. Uh, we don't know what will happen, but this I think all theatre spaces around the world, they're trying to yeah, um, work and navigate this digital space. Uh, the National Theatre in the UK, for example, have released their archive, uh, released their National Theatre live content. Um, in locally, we've got uh, like movies shot uh, on Zoom, they're being released. I think um, Infinity did a ticketed show of their old 
content. So I don't know. I think I think all of us are just trying to trying to keep the arts alive, trying to do what we love to do, uh, trying to give what our audiences want in many different facets. But of course, it's not perfect, right? Some people argue there's too much content out there right now. Some people argue, uh, I just read an article this morning about how uh, artists at this time should take care of themselves even more. They shouldn't be doing things for free all the time, right? So I don't know, I think, um, there are different ways to think about it, but this is, I guess, the first step for KLPAC. Um, yeah, just trying something new out and hopefully, fingers crossed, it goes well and the feedback is great. And then perhaps we can even do more and more and more um, yeah. in the future. Yeah, because for me, personally, I believe that this could be the new normal, right? Um, mm. Because unfortunately, we live in a time that we are, we, we're not sure when we can... Um, do theatre the same way as we did last time you know hopefully soon but we, we never know how soon is that soon right so yeah of course um, I'm, I belong to the school that we should try to um, learn and create you know something that that, that will also be uh, true to theatre in some form or another yeah, but true uh, medium that we can use right now so and I believe that um, it's definitely doable but of course um, it, it, it probably easier to do it for some structure uh, some form of art than the rest like for example I think it's definitely easier for sketch comedy or even some sort of variety show or something that is on a shorter length but if you want to do like a real let's say full length linear play it could be difficult but I, I don't think it's impossible yeah. Mm. So I'd just like to wrap this up maybe on a on a positive note and uh, I'd like to ask each of you uh, what has this experience taught you? I mean has it opened up any new ideas or avenues that you can see? What opportunities do you see? Uh, maybe we can get each of you to, to answer that. Mm. <laughs> um, if uh, Maybe I can go first. Um, for me, I've been very, very much taken by how how quickly Freddie got this team together. I just feel, or every time I think about it, I, I feel very, uh, I don't know, uh, inspired that so many of my artist colleagues are willing to jump and do this thing. Um, they want to still keep keep it keep the arts alive, they still want to perform, they still want to make people laugh and entertain and uh, make people feel. So I think that's what's been inspiring, that despite all of this, despite not having our theatre spaces, besides, uh, besides not being able to shoot with a full crew and a set and everything, people are still making work. People are still even asking for, uh, demanding, yeah, what, what's Pack doing? What, what, why are you shooting? How are you working at this time? And, P and yeah, us artists are coming together, wanting to do, um, yeah, wanting to do things, wanting to create. So that's been very um, heartwarming and inspiring for me. Yeah. Um, I think for me as an actor, it's yeah, just been learning to kind of grapple with the the desire to to create art or to act or to and and then kind of also like um i'm just gonna put it this way i guess the uselessness sometimes i feel of like all right i i want to do something to help but i'm not really sure mm. what to do and i think that's not just my feeling i think that's a lot of feelings of a lot of people like um and you know to be fair i mean like sometimes as an actor it can feel like a very 
uh, solitary kind of self um, kind of self-focused um, career. Like it's all about my kind of the trajectory. But I think the kind of this whole lockdown and even performing this is kind of like kind of broaden up your my scope at least to say okay maybe this is the little I can do to help in this um, during this crisis and then how do I also kind of like adjust myself to so I guess yeah what what's going on right now as an actor um, and may kind of I guess kind of really channel the conflict of of creation and uselessness in a direction I guess that maybe would. Um, uh, where I can grow myself, I guess. Mm. And Freddie. Yeah. As for me, initially, I thought, you know, right after this show, I'm just going to take like a one, one, two weeks break and just not do anything. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, somehow, like like Jit and um, like what John said as well, I think I'm, I'm actually inspired to do more. Maybe not like another in the scene life, I'm not sure yet, but it could be another show or something or another um, form of arts. But because I, I feel like it's actually doable. I'm, I'm, I'm very positive and optimistic about this um, hybrid, you know, like digital theatre thing is is there, I think there are a lot more rooms to uh, for us to grow and to venture into it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's probably a form of entertainment that uh, worthwhile for, for for us to to invest our interest and also yeah. uh, worthwhile for audience to pay attention to because I think it's, it's really fun to spectate. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys, and uh, good luck with the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with director Freddie Tan, uh, creative advisor Tung Jit Yang, and actor John Chu about their upcoming digital sketch comedy production, Indie Cine Live, Quarant Stream Edition. The show will be streamed live on the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre Facebook page on the 12th of June at 9pm. Uh, the show is streaming for free, but they are running a fundraising campaign in conjunction with it. If you'd like to donate, just head over to the Sedunia crowdfunding platform. Uh, you can also uh, just log on to bit.ly slash ILQSE. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous front row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on our BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.